told me yesterday, I knew I had to mow the lawn. Mm-hmm. I mowed the lawn like a jog so I could go back inside and play blood, <laughs> blood bowl. It was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Did it get super hot there again? No, it's actually been quite pleasant. Yeah. yeah. We had one glorious day, of, two glorious days of 90-degree weather, and now it's back to being like 60. Yeah. All right, so we are recording. Yay! Yay. Yay. <laughs> Sean gets up to do something. Did you, did you need to do something, Seanzi? We can wait. I, I, well, I was going to um, switch my laundry, but that's okay. All right, so um, welcome, everybody. Episode 64. Five more. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, actually, yeah. Well, <laughs> um, Caitlin, what happened last time on Dungeons and Dragons? In the episode entitled The Fruity Flourish. Well, like I said, I only made it through half, so I will read my notes. You weren't here we'll... for the rest of it, though, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not like you're, it's not like you listen to the podcast. And nothing else. Well, I remember how we all listened. I'll help you out. We're needed. Yeah, no, we're needed. This, this happens every time I recap. I don't know why we're still surprised. Oh, no. So we landed in Windhaven, and Calamity let us know where she saw the autumn leaf. Um... I asked Cal if he knew anyone, and he rolled a natural one, so he was positive he knew somebody who could help out. Well, he did, he did know somebody, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that one was somebody. Um, Caldrash confirmed with Calamity and I that we were detaining Rangram and not murdering him, <laughs> which was probably an important distinction to make. I don't think um, I any promises. I think um, I we were going to ask questions. I didn't say it would follow the questions. Yeah. yeah. Um, after that, Narasana completely misunderstood what was going on and was really bitchy about it because I thought we were walking into the Noble District to piss people off again, and that's not at all what was going on. Uh, Kel gave every beggar a gold piece, um, and he noticed a human with bald he- with a bald head following us about 30 feet behind. We checked out the autumn leaf. Um, there was no one there. We yelled, and nothing happened. But we didn't get on the boat. We went instead down to see the harbor master. Oh, the calamity did try to get Kyle, and <laughs> it went poorly. He just laid down like a cat does. Um, we went down to the harbor master, Olga Domine, and had the best interaction ever. <laughs> Uh, and the 24th of Grinning is now Father's Day. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, let's see here. Do some popcorn eating. Um, after his conversation with Olga, we talked about having a picnic in front of the autumn leaf, but Kel let us know about the man following us. So we plan to use invisibility, and Grim insisted that he be the one to nab. Um, so they walk and get in an alleyway, and Grim tries to nab, but can't for some reason. So Narasana drops his invisibility in the middle of the street and uh, uh, casts Dominate Person, which thankfully works, but also leaves Grim in the lurch. 
So he walks around the block in order to get away from suspicion. Uh, <laughs> we'll come back to him later because then we had a calamity special interrogation and Aristana couldn't commit one way or the other to which course of action. So uh, it didn't work out all that well. Plus the guy was a super bitch about it and wouldn't tell us anything. Uh, and this is where my notes end. So uh, the whole interrogation can be summed up into saying this guy wasn't going to talk despite a mild amount of abuse compared to what we normally do, but Kelly's going <laughs> oh, wait, this is not good. You need to stop. And so they ran away, left the guy tied up, which turned out to be a bad plan in the end. Uh, Grim got uh, picked up by the captain of the guard, not just any guard, but the captain, um, and taken to the guardhouse down the street, which was he was very compliant for, and we were all like, ah! But he was totally okay because he was compliant. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unlike, unlike Rangram, yeah. <clears throat> he got asked what he was doing, why he was invisible. Um, did you explain everything? Like, there was a guy following me. You explained all that to the lady, right? Yeah. Uh, so they surprisingly just let you go on your way after giving you a police whistle. <laughs> yes. And a stern warning. And I, and I, um, I put a reward out on Rangram. Right, right. For information relating, leading to, uh, being reunited with my brother. Yep. So. Such a dutiful brother you are. We left the uh, alley, and we were like, where'd Grim go? And there he just comes trotting up to us, right? He just came right up to us. You guys left the alley and saw me coming out of a a building down the way. Yeah, the guardhouse. So then we went to get a hotel within view of the autumn leaf. You found found one right across the street. Yeah, right across the street. Uh, What was it called? The Naked Fool. The Naked Fool, because of the the show, the awesome <laughs> show that we're about to watch, I think. You're in the middle of watching oh. it. Uh, we were in the room, and we saw the guards, so Grim went down to talk to them, came back up, because he didn't gain any information, just was like, hey, it's me, I want to know if anything happens. Came back up, and Narasana noticed that they were pulling someone alive and was like, we gotta go! Well, yeah, you noticed noticed they were pulling bodies out first. Yeah, so he went down to look and then came back up, and then I was like, wait, we gotta go, so we went back down. You can't forget that he also implicated his brother in the murders. Oh. (laughs) Right. Just honestly answered questions. Yeah. As a good person to do. Oh, Oh, you know, burning sword. Oh. (laughs) Um, We went back down to try and talk to the gnome or at least let them know that we wanted to talk. It was a gnome or a halfling? Halfling. Halfling. Um, Calamity asked me twice at least, are we sure it's not Rangram in disguise as a woman? <laughs> I didn't ask you until you came up with the idea. <laughs> but I actually I think rolled well on that check, so I was pretty sure that that wasn't Rangram dressed as a woman. Um, 
Unfortunately no. for everybody. Uh huh. Right. That would have shortened it up. <laughs> then we we went to the dragon. No. Um, monastery. Calamity. Calamity polymorphed into a dog to follow. Follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, she went to the hospital. Yeah, and then we went to the monastery. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. She just wasn't with us. So um, we found out as players, we found out that there's something more to Keldresh's character. Uh, I did not write the name. Belvedore? Is that the name? Belmore? What is it? Belvedore? Belmore. Belmore. Bill Norey. Uh, so that was interesting. Huh? Bill Murray. Bill Norey. Not Bill Murray. <laughs> that would be amazing. Although, equally interesting. <laughs> Motivation for Kildred. Oh, God, I love it. Um, yeah, we found out that he's got some connections, which would surprise Narasana. Uh... Then never surprises Narasana. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Calamity caught back up with us and told us where the halfling was, and she came up with the idea to get um, Wyvern Bane to guard her. So we went to talk to Wyvern Bane, brought him back to the hospital, and he's going to guard her overnight. Calamity set up uh, food deliveries for Wyvern Bane, and we went back. No, Grim did something else. You went to you went back to the guardhouse, didn't you? And you a sketch, a sketch to the captain, a yep. better one, so that they can more easily arrest Rangrim and put him in prison for life. <laughs> uh, and then we went back to the hotel. Uh, you're you're skipping something on your way to the hospital. Maybe something that gave the episode its title. Oh, we. How long did we spend sending everything? A long time. <laughs> a five minute skit, maybe longer. The appropriate. We spent the appropriate amount of time. <laughs> the one thing Calamity and I can agree on is the importance of fruit baskets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they say whatever you need them to say, really. <laughs> they really do. And Matt got to role play the uh, <laughs> the shop owner. That's fantastic. Yeah, no, uh, nobody, nobody can, nobody can play a uh, a fruit specialist like like Matt. So, it, and I just realized that maybe that was not intended to be a double entendre. I just meant I really, <laughs> I really enjoy your your depictions of fruits and their meanings. And I'm digging myself into a hole. So let's proceed as if I'm going well. <laughs> Uh, I think then we just went back to the hotel and awkwardly watched Naked Dancing Men. Oh, and the bald guy showed up and grinned at us smarmily. Dick. I think Cal was the only one that noticed him, though. Yeah. I was. Oh, again, you were the only one who noticed him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, guys are, you guys are a bit distracted. Right. And uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, you're liking this show. Yeah. You're liking this show way less than you thought you would. <laughs> and someone mentioned the naked devil, uh, but I think that might have been after this after the session actually ended. Oh yeah, because Nerys thought it was more like got any women with wings and horns. <laughs> like oh, you want the naked devil just down the stream? Yeah. <laughs> well, 
All right, so it is still the 24th of Grinning in 1632. <laughs> this is the third session we've been on. Very busy day. Yeah. Jesus. It's over, though, right? It's Kel, the night. You are sitting at a performance. Yep. Um, not not really your thing. Um, well, don't say that. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm taking it all in. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Anyway, you're, you look around and you notice the person that was following you earlier. He notices you notice him and he raises his tankard and smiles at you. Nobody else seems to notice him. Takes a big swing. I de- debate to myself whether to mention it to anyone else. Because the last time I mentioned it, <laughs> there was waterboarding that happened. Torture party! There was waterboarding. <laughs> I'm a little ashamed with how waterboarding seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> then we actually put a name to it. Uh, and we've and successfully just... role-played the uh, years 2006 to 2008 in the United States. So he's just at the bar? Yeah, he's actually sitting in like a corner, corner, corner table, trying not to attract attention to himself. Except, like, meeting my eyes, well, meeting he, my gaze. I mean, he saw you that you saw him. Right. Uh... I'm going to get up and go to the bar and buy um, hmm, say not flaming carrots. But I'm going to get two shots of let's do like two shots of tequila. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to walk over to his table. All right. And just sit down uh, across from him, slide in one of the shots. So, uh, here for the show, or are you just going to be following us wherever we go now? He picks up the shot, raises Mm. it to you, throws it back. He says, he says, You didn't... You tried to stop them. He says, you seem like a good person. I do my best. He says, it's not... It's not too late. He says, you can leave. You don't have to get wrapped up in all of this. Perhaps you'd like to explain to me what it is I'm getting wrapped up in, and I'll down my shot as well. He says, what do you know about your friends? A little bit, a moderate amount, a lot, depending on which one you're referring to. He says, uh, the fiery one, the one with the pseudo-dragon, Narastana. Yeah, what about her? How, how aware are you of her past? Probably more than most people. He says, and her actions haven't given you any cause for concern. What's the point you're getting that? 
A very dangerous person. I can be very dangerous when I want to be. She's hurt some people that shouldn't have been hurt. Is that your opinion? It is. Hmm. What do so you? Like, he says. So what? What, what, what brings you to Windhaven? A boat. <laughs> he says yes, but why? Why are the lot of you here? I'm not sure that's any of your business. Actually, I think it is my business. Well, he says, especially he looks over at Naristana, if she is here. So what, you, some kind of undercover city guard watching out for the good of everyone here in Windhaven? Something like that. Something like that. Well, that's curious, because if you were with the guard, I think we'd all be arrested right now. He says, he says, and how many guards would it take to bring a lot of you down? He says, yeah, I hear tales that you slew, that this group slew 300 goblins back in Carthel. Didn't even break a sweat. <laughs> Sorry, one second. It was two hundred, wasn't it? Two hundred and fourteen. It was two fourteen. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just looking that up. Um. <laughs> okay. Uh. Yeah. I guess I kind of see your point. Which gets me back to my original question: Are you going to be just following us around wherever we go? He says, for the time being, yes. Hmm. He says, are your friends going to continue to torture me? Not if I have anything to say about it. So, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Granted, they don't always listen to me. He says, it's in their best interest that I keep following them. Hmm. He says... And it's in all of your best interests if nothing untoward happens to me again. So who are you working for? He smiles. He says a higher power. All right, well. I have no way to retort to that. So I'll just get up and... He, uh, says, he says, I apologize if my answer seemed vague. He says, the less, the less any of you know, the better it is. The more... Oh, no, I get it. You're a man of mystery. <laughs> he says it's best that this process be as uninterrupted as possible he says I've already told you too much I feel but like I said you 
stuck up for me. I appreciate one that. last question. One last question before I let you enjoy the rest of the show. If my friends and I make an effort not to endanger the well-being of anyone in the city, can I count that our well-being is also not going to be put in any danger? Not from me or the people I work for, he says. Fair enough. He says, city guard, right? Observe and report. I thought that was like neighborhood watches. I thought guards were like, you know, serve, what, protect and serve? (laughs) Anyway, enjoy the show, and I'll get up and go back to our table. Mm-hmm. All right, the show wraps up. Haha, dangly bits. The big final act. The windmills of Carthel. Oh. <laughs> no, it'd be the windmills of Windhaven. Right. <laughs> and that's the final act, the windmills of Windhaven. It's synchronized. It's very impressive. (laughs) So, uh, what did a lot of you do? Yes. Go to bed. Bedtime? Yes. Nighttime, right? I think we would we all go to bed awkwardly avoiding looking at each other. (laughs) Yes. <clears throat> so, this is awkward silence. This is what goes up to think of sleep. <laughs> I, I do uh, lean down and ask Narasana what she thought of the show. Yeah, it's alright. <clears throat> I thought it was pretty impressive. <laughs> the the final act was something else. Hmm. Never thought of windmills before, but now I will. <laughs> You're gonna be charging him like Don Quixote. All right, it's the 25th of grinning. What? Oh boy! Yay! Finally. You wake up to the sound of rain, as a rare rain has blown in from the sea. You. <laughs> You wake up to the sound of rain. Oh, oh, no, it's raining men is playing downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, uh, Breakfast is a uh, pretty laid-back affair. You do recognize some of the people eating breakfast as dancers from the previous night. And some of the people they're eating with as patrons from the previous night. Oh. I think I'd want to eat quickly so we could go see if the halfling's awake and feeling better. Hopefully not dead. Hopefully we're being not dead too. Yeah. Says Amanda. Calamity has full faith in him. Calamity has forgotten him. (laughs) (laughs) Set up food deliveries and all right, so you uh, head back over from um, 
Oh, let me pull up the map here. Loop. All right. All right, so you head back over from the Naked Fool, which is uh, over here in the docks. Head back down along uh, the road, the South Shore Road, down into the district, uh, and then over here to the uh, to the uh, healing house. Roll me a perception check, each of you, along the way. Uh, ten. Everybody ready for this natural one? Yes. Not a a natural one. Oh, my God. I got a seven. I got a nine. I got a fifteen. All right. You don't notice anything out of the ordinary along the way. Um... (laughs) You guys walk through the market. Uh, lots of people come up to you. Uh, beggars. Um, actually, How many beggars? Uh, actually, Kel, you notice a lot more beggars come up to you today than yesterday. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I rolled 2d20. Beggars. I got 40. Wow. <laughs> I rolled two natural right. 20s. Kel, you are blocked <laughs> by beggars. All right. I give, I give each one of them a gold piece. Uh, some, they, some, of them start, some of them start kissing your feet. Other ones like start like getting on their knees and like thanking you profusely. Calamity drops back so she doesn't have to <laughs> walk through all the beggars flocking to Kel. <laughs> Does he seem like he's having a good time? Or are they, like, making a mob? Kel? I mean, like, are they... I mean, they're mobbing I mean, around they... you. They're begging your feet and yeah. begging you. How do, how do you feel about this? I mean, it's entirely unnecessary, but I don't... I'm not going to, like, shove them away or anything. I'll just let them do their thing and, you know... All right, so it takes like an extra half hour to get to the healing house. <laughs> I, uh, you guys can go ahead. I'll meet you there. When, when, like, there's a big flock of beggars around, Cal, I kind of lean over to Narasana and say, does this happen to him all the time? Or is this new? Uh, it's been a long time since we've hung out together, and that's a lot of gold that neither of us had when we used to know each other. So, uh... Maybe. To be fair, he's only given away 57 gold pieces at this point, so... (laughs) Which is like a year's worth of wages, right? Fair, fair, fair. Or about six months' worth of wages. Yeah. Well, for normal folk, not for for adventurers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Still, not an insignificant amount of money. Nope. (laughs) About halfway through the process, I tell Kelly he should ask the beggars if they've seen Rancor. Oh, that's, they're, they're everywhere. That, that's true. Uh, I'll start. I'll start asking if they've seen a, a halfling. We have a picture. Auburn hair. We do have a picture. Have you seen this halfling? All right. Uh, let's see. 
You want even or odd? I'll give you fifty-fifty on that. Odd. Uh, one of them. One of them's like. So I, I've seen them. Yeah. Why, why are all British? Why are all beggars British? Because <laughs> <laughs> it makes them more sympathetic. I think. Yes, you, yeah, you can you can blame Charles Dickens. It's his fault. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says, sorry, I mean, yes, I've seen <laughs> Don't know what I had in my throat there. Uh, tastes a little bit like asshole, though, but anyway. <laughs> All right, well, where did you see him? He says, uh, he's coming off a boat. Autumn leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Says, uh, see where he went? The boat, the autumn leaf. Um... Says, uh, he, uh, walked real funny. Remember that. And then he, uh, looked around to turn invisible. Funny, like, with a limp? Yeah, like he'd been hurt or something. Hmm. I think there's some blood in his leg. Hmm. Can I remember something under her breath that sounds a little bit like, <laughs> it occurs to me that we have his dog. Have we not tried having the dog like try to? I forgot him? we have the dog. <laughs> I insisted on bringing the yeah. dog. Did <laughs> we, we all forgot the dog? Groups into existence haven't been remembered. <laughs> kind of close to existence. It's like Larissa. <laughs> he was. For a brief, he was for, for, for a brief second, you all looked to where she shouldn't be after you remembered her, but she's not there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Larissa. <laughs> Maybe after the hospital, we see if the dog can just sniff him out. He was bleeding. It's worth That's a shot. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I thank him, and, and once we're done redistributing wealth, we'll continue all to right. the to healing house. All right. Marxist dragon board. You head to the healing house. Um, uh, you're, you walk in. Uh, the place cooler in the morning than it was when you were here in the afternoon. Um, still has a kind of lingering smell of sickness and death. Uh, inside... Um, you see a giant Goliath perched on a slightly too small for him chair, uh, standing in front of the bed of a halfling. Uh, he's holding a um, several cards, and the halfling is holding several cards, and they appear to be playing a game. Yay, she's alive! <laughs> As you get closer, do you hear him say, Do you have any sixes? <laughs> she says, Go fish! This is quite oh, grievous indeed. I was counting on a six. Ooh, got one. Lays them down. <laughs> <laughs> Wyvern Bane has a terrible poker face. I'm really proud that he can read. <laughs> he looks over and says, Oh, you're back. Yes, good morning. How are you doing? How'd it go? He says, a man, strange man, came in with a sack of food this morning. It was very, very tasty. 
Was that the only interruption in the night? Uh, he says, I ran out of jerky about three in the morning. He says, no I, was, I was disturbed by this. But then the strange man with his food came. and <clears throat> I'm glad. <clears throat> and all was well. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. He says, this is Karana. He points to the bed. Hi, Karana. She waves. Hi. She says, uh, she says, Azurl here has been teaching me how to play Go Fish. Awesome. Oh, that's good. She says, were you the ones that left the delicious fruit basket? Yeah. <laughs> Did you like it? Yeah, it was really good. It, it said it meant a lot to me. I just, you know, the fruit just made me feel like I should be healing and that I was loved. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. <clears throat> we uh, we did want to ask you a couple questions, if you don't mind. She says, "Sure. Uh, what can what, what 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 can I help you with?" Well, um, I mean, do you want to handle this? I, sure. Um, I so, no, no, no I'll, I'll certainly handle this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were wondering. What happened on the ship? Oh, the ship. Oh. Um, she looks at his girl and he just nods at her. It's okay. She says, uh, well, you only hear half of this, can't you? <laughs> My half of it. Yeah. Uh, she says, um, the weird halfling, he killed everyone. She says. She says. He uh, he had a sword that shone like fire. She says we 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 docked and he just started stabbing people. First first the captain, then the cook, then the crewmen. All of them just one after the other, and they'd run up and he'd just stab them. And he was looking around, and I think he saw me. But he very quickly looked away, and then kind of gestured at me with his hand. And I stayed hidden. Was uh, there anything unusual about him, I guess, besides the homicidal intent? She says he seemed quiet on the ship. Um, but not like that weird, but when he was killing everyone, he had something moving under his skin. What did it look like? She says, I don't know. It was just a weird shape, but it kept moving. Were the rest of the crew trying to kill him, or was... Well, you said they approached well, him one by one. Well, I mean, they all all came running in, and he just kept killing them as they came in. He set it on the counter there. And he's got to what started them to come into the room? He says, the captain came down to tell us we were here. And then, and then his eyes grew dim, and he just started stabbing people. 
Were there any other passengers on the ship, just the two of you? She says, no. She says, no. But they're all dead. Hmm. She starts crying a little bit. I feel bad. They're there. (laughs) (laughs) Try to comfort her if possible. She says, he even even killed Mr. One-Eye. <clears throat> Mr. One Eye was just a kind old man. Sounds shady to me. Mm-hmm. We only have one eye. And sometimes he would tell us stories and he would lift up his eye patch and scare us with the eye socket. It was fun. How old is this half like? She's probably like 12. Oh, God. She's a, oh, she's a baby. Oh, I have no idea. Jesus. So what were you doing on the ship? Because I was traveling with my dad. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> he says, but he's not. He didn't make it. Do you have other family in the area? She says, I, I have an aunt and uncle that live here. That's who we're coming to visit. Well, we'll have to see you safely into their care. Do you know anything about them? How to find them? Yeah. yeah. They um they live up in the up on the hill. Do you know their names? Yes, you sure does. Yes, you sure does. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just grab my notes. <laughs> My brother is a monster. Maybe literally. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what's happened to him. There they are. She says, "Yeah, they're the Calabras." The Calabras. The Calabras. C A L A E R A. That's her last name too. What's? She says, "No, no, my, I, I don't actually." That's my uncle's last name. He's from Medelos. Did um, <laughs> did the halfling that that killed everyone? Did he have a one a black hand, a withered hand? She says he always wore gloves. Was he carrying a pretty blue and gold orb that, if you looked at it for too long, it made it feel like fingernails were streaming through your brain? She says he he never the only thing he ever had was he had a bag on his back and then like a very pretty purple sack. Or what color was Rangram's bag of holding? Mine's purple. Yours um, purple. Uh, if I ever gave it a, a color. Right, uh, Sean, what color is Rangram's? Just pick. I don't know if I wrote it down. No, oh, just pick one. Green. And a green bag on his hip. Um, she said we didn't even, he, that's where he pulled his sword from. We didn't even know he had it. He has two different colored eyes. She says, yeah. One was gray and one was blue. Or whatever color. I don't know. Blue, I think. <laughs> well, I think, I think we've um, asked you enough questions right now. Would you like us to take you to your aunt and uncle? She nods. Before we do, 
I'm gonna take out of my bag the wooden pony statue I got after our first fight with the goblins in Yotur. <laughs> inspiration point. <laughs> also, raise your hand if you have inspiration. Wow. I do. So just, just... I'm not very inspiring. All right, so she says, I'm feeling better. I think we can go. Okay. Do you want to walk or do you want uh, Zerl to carry you? Can we ask Zerl Yeah, you? I think he'll do whatever we ask him to do. You could, you could buy on a, a dwarf, a goliath, or a dragonborn. She says, I don't believe you're volunteering. She, no. says, she says, Zerl, is it okay if I ride on your back? <laughs> and he looks at her and he just, he nods. Hey Chris, yeah. can I roll perception just on this little girl? Okay. <laughs> is she lying? You mean insight? Insight. Insight. Insight is what I meant. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Never mind. <clears throat> I got an eight. She seems to be telling you the honest truth. Obviously, with an eight, of course she does. <laughs> All right, so shall we head out? See if we can find uh, the Calabras? Sure. Sounds good to me. How do you spell the girl's name, Chris? C-O-R-O-N-N-A. Oh my god. I spelled that entirely incorrectly. You're putting up with that really well. All right. So away we go. Away we go. Up the hill. All right. Do we o oh we o oh I don't need to teach you halfling marching songs, do I? Dwarven marching songs. Dwarven marching songs. Halfling marching songs are Taylor Swift, right? That's right. That's right. Shake it off, shake it off. <laughs> As a traveler, Cal probably knows all the marching songs. There's a there's a song, maybe. by the door. There was a I do know many a good building song. This is true. A shanty. A shanty, yes. <laughs> yes, shanty is. And a dirge or two. Yeah. Well you gotta know. You gotta have a dirge in your pocket for on occasions. You just one second, guys. Sorry. Accurate. <laughs> Calculating what we're going to get attacked by on the street. Bye. <clears throat> Bye, cute people. Bye, Sarah Bear. Love you. Bye, Bye Sarah Bear. <laughs> All right. So, um, all right. So, let me pull up the map again. <clears throat> Okay, so uh, she hops up on on Wyvernbane's back happily. He carries her out of the uh, out of the house of healing. Do we maybe want to send like an instant gnome to her aunt and uncle to let them know that we're coming with their? They don't have gnomes here, like not like they don't have a gnome office. Yeah. (laughs) 
You guys don't know this, but Chris and I had a 20-minute conversation where I yelled about this, and he shrugged at me. <laughs> no gnomes. About there not being gnomes or about gnomes being a thing? No, about there not being gnomes in Windhaven. Yeah. I was mad about it. Is there no gnome service or are there no gnomes? There's no gnomes. There's just no gnome office. There's no gnome service. People <clears throat> walk around like poppers. Yeah. <laughs> Send <different> messages. <laughs> you know, like normal people do. <sighs> Not r- crazy rich people. All right. So we head up, I guess, through the university district toward Manor Hill. All right, so, uh, yeah, head up to the upper market. Um, do, we pass a, um, do we pass a guard station on the way? Yeah. I will pop into the guard station and just uh, let them know that the halfling that they took out of the, the halfling girl that they took out of the boat um, has woken up and we're taking her to her aunt and uncles at the, the Calabras. One of them says, "Okay, great. We'll put that in our in our notes. Thanks for reporting." Thank you very much. Oh, <clears throat> yes? hey, Chris, I got this uh, potion with a claw in it. Hmm. Is there any way for me to figure out what that is, or do I need to take that to like an alchemist or a <laughs> magic shop? Yeah, identified? I forgot that you'd gotten that. Um, no, I'll tell you what it is. Um, okay. You can, you can, well, and we can, I mean, you're walking through the market, we can say at some point you get it identified. Um, okay. I just wasn't going to give it to you when you were picking. Um, oh, yeah, no, I, I don't even need to look it up. I remember what that was. I, I laughed because I was laughing inside because it was a potion of animal French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, please. <laughs> That's why I laughed too. I was like, "Oh, a floating claw! I'll bet you it's a circle." Uh, she's a poster. <laughs> I, I, I was like, "Oh no, he's not going to pick that one." There is. <laughs> oh, this be great. It might be a potion of strength or something. <laughs> All right. As you're walking through the market, mm-hmm. I kind of want to lag back a little bit. Yeah. And let uh. Laverne's vein and the girl girl in front of me, and um, I want to do a perception check on the girl. Perception? Yeah. Looking for... You want to you wanna do insight? Yeah. Not, eh. Yeah. I don't know. So, what I want to do is I'm a little troubled at the moment, because I just remember that she said Rangram did some sort of hand gesture at her and I wanted to make sure he didn't like spread his gross curse thing to the kid and then we're going to plant her in the middle of the... Oh, so you're looking to see if there's anything like implanted under her skin? Yeah. Good call. Hmm. <laughs> Alright, so you, 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 you kind of, you kind of iron, go ahead and roll it. Okay. Ooh. What is that? Insight? Yeah. Perception? Either way, it's 21. Okay. Um, let's see. You uh, take a look at her. Um, she uh, 
has signs of being malnourished, dehydrated. Um, she, you realize that um, her dress, she's actually probably fairly well dressed, um, but it's been pretty like heavily soiled. Um, and uh, you get the idea that she was probably nobly raised, or at least or at least upper classy raised. Um, and that, uh, she definitely does not have any sort of like weird under the skin things in her. So, okay. That you can see. I take note of that and hope to myself that her regenerate uncle gave us a good reward from the job. <laughs> she has long strawberry blonde hair and blue eyes and dimples. Did she give us her last name? She did not give us give you her last name. She just said that her uncle's last name was Calabra. And if she's a twelve year old halfling, she's probably like what a foot foot and a half tall. Yeah, she's like she's tall for a twelve year old halfling, so almost maybe two feet. (laughs) So tiny. (laughs) She's like this big. Yeah. That's really bitty. <clears throat> All right, I continue walking with them. I'm just going to kind of scan the crowd, keep an eye out for anyone showing us undue attention. All right, so walk. you guys make it over to the uh, river, um, uh, ferry. Uh, to get into the manor, manor hill, you actually have to take a special ferry. Um, it's, uh, you, as you can see, it's kind of walled off from the guild district. I mean, I guess there is actually a big gate there, so you can either take a ferry straight into the district, or you can go in through the guild district. And Now, is this the halfling district Manor Hill is? No, this is where all the, well, this is, um, this is, this the, is the, well- this is, yeah, where all the manors are. At the top of this hill is the palace. Well, we are wearing very expensive gear, so they'll probably let us know. Yeah. We're walking through the upper market. Mm-hmm. Do we pass anywhere where we could, like, get her a new dress since hers is all dirty? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. How, uh, do you want to, how, what class of dress do you want to get? Like, lower, middle, upper? Uh, well, yeah, what? I pick one out. Yeah, yeah, I'll let her, we'll find a place that has very, very small girl clothes <laughs> and... Let her pick something out. All right, you go to a halfling dress shop. Doll clothes size. Kind of, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, there's a really fancy one for ten gold pieces. Uh, you can you can take it a step down. There's one for one. Or you can get the you know there's one for a silver piece and then like one for a copper piece. Which one does she like best? Uh, she likes the one uh, gold piece. piece. Alright, then that's the one we'll get her. It's soft and it has way less bows. She hates bows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, should, we should really treat this as like a carnival day as we're walking through the district. If she like if she wants cotton candy or elephant ears. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you've been scarred for the rest of your yeah. life. <laughs> Maybe a puppy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She just, she just, she just pet granite every now and again. Well, see, I have him. We need him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. See if she wants Kyle. No. 
<laughs> she just seems a little scared of Kyle. She keeps her distance. Kyle is bigger than her. Reasonably, yeah. that's a reasonable fear, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he he so now that we've got the child out of soiled clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, which way do we want to go? Just take the ferry over. So the, manor. the guild or the manor? District? Manor district. Okay. Yeah. All right, you take the. Uh, you you get to the ferry stop, and um, the ferry operator looks you guys up and down. Says it's the fare is one gold apiece. Okay. All right. He says that uh, five silver for the wee one. I feel responsible, so I'll pay for her. Good, because I was correct. <laughs> I would have been shocked if you did. I'll also cover Wyvern's Bane. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, the ferry itself, um, the fer- other ferries you've been riding have been pretty, you know, like big, flat. You know, you kind of stand on it. They kind of, you know, push it, you know, pull it across. Um, uh, this one, it's it's less of a fa- less of a ferry, almost more of like a, there's like cushioned seats. Uh, they bring Ooh. you fresh fruit while you're waiting for it to take off. Ooh. What does the fruit say? <laughs> <laughs> The fruit says, welcome to the upper class. <laughs> nice. And, uh, yeah, after about ten minutes, the ferry pushes off. They rode across. And a few moments later, you're docked at the foot of Manor Hill. A large hill which turns into bluffs overlooking the ocean. A wide, well-paved Switchback Road climbs up the side of the hill. Uh, the road is dotted with several large manors. Uh, though by far the mo- by far the nicest one is the palace at the top, um, okay. which is a large. Lar- by the way, one of the interesting things you do about this, like all that place, all the houses are at most, you know, one or two stories. Um, Large stucco walls, uh, clay tile roofs. All of them appear to have big courtyards in the center of them. Kind of like Mediterranean yeah. architecture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I asked her if she'd ever been to visit her aunt and uncle before. She says no, but they came and visited me once when I was like eight. Okay. I, I'll just kind of keep an eye out for for a passing guard. All right. Uh, not and not not does not take long to find one in this district. I, I would imagine. <laughs> and I I asked the guard uh, if he knows where the the Calabra family resides, and we have a we have a missing member of their family in our party. And she says, and, and who are you? My name is uh, Rungermere Black Mountain. And uh, it's not me. It's her. And I point at the tiny halfling girl riding the Goliath. She says, do you have any papers? Or 
Roll a persuasion check. <laughs> Fifteen. She says, you, she says you, you lot don't seem to be around from around here. Where? She says, are you sure that... you're in the right neighborhood? Yeah. I, I, I look at her. Yeah, that's... That's what that's what she says. Would you like to tell uh, the nice guard your who your aunt and uncle are? She says, "Aunt and Uncle Calabra. My uncle's from Medellos. He has a funny accent." I kind of shrug at the guard. <laughs> and I, well, and I, I kind of whisper. I whisper to the guard. You know the thing on the docks that happened the other day? No. No. Nope. He's a guard up here. He's not a guard down there. I imagine. Now we're bringing her home. It's been a, it's been a day. I would imagine they talk about a multiple. Literally, murders. everyone was dead. In any case, there was a it's there was a whole bunch of people killed on a boat. She was on the boat and she was catatonic, hysterical for for the night, and we're just taking her home. She says, just, just wait here for a second. She flags down a couple more guards. <clears throat> Any of you guys heard about... <laughs> Goes over Sam, and chats with him for a minute. It's only been a couple of years, and Sir and Uncle will recognize her and corroborate her story. Yeah, she comes back with uh, two more guards. She says, all right, I'll show you the way, but we're staying with you. We don't want any trouble. Yeah. Oh, God, this country is so uninviting. Don't mind her. She complains about everything. They don't let us have any fun. Please lead the way. Exactly. You're the one that flagged down a guard. I didn't flag down a guard. <laughs> well, either that or we just <laughs> knocked on every door up we the hill. We didn't have any other idea. <laughs> well, it's fair. It's just, this is what Narasthana would say. All right. So, uh... She leads you um, up one switchback, and back up, uh, back up another. And around the end, of, around the end of the second switchback is a a uh, large size estate with a fairly small door. <laughs> I think this is it. <laughs> Four stories where normally there would be two. That's right. <laughs> uh, this looks it. probably I, it. I lean down and knock on the door. Um, a very fancily dressed um, halfling opens the door and says may I help you he looks kind of eyes all of you and the guards (laughs) and Wyvern Bane and the halfling on top of Wyvern Bane can I perception check to see if he seems like the help or the people that live there? He's definitely the help. You don't even need the role. <laughs> I, I, I say, are the are the uh, Lord and Lady of the House available? He says, and who may I, who may I say is ringing? Uh, their niece. Just just a few friends returning a, a lost family member, and I point it. I wonder if you could even see her up on the Goliath. Well, he looks up and kind of squints. Name of Karana. Who is that up there? Who is that up there? 
She's like, it's Karana. It's Karana. Hmm. He says, where's your father? He's dead. <laughs> that was weirdly cheerful. Kids. She had the fridge. She's better now. Got her a new dress and a pony. Wyvern is not a pony. What? Oh, she has a toy pony. No, the toy pony. <laughs> By the way, she has not let that wooden pony go since, since you gave it to her. Yeah, it only smells a little bit like dead goblins. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, so the... Uh, Butler hurries back into the house, and a uh, a uh, a tan-skinned, dark-haired fellow steps out, halfling, big mustache, looks up. Karana, is that you? His uncle. His uncle. He says, "You are so high up there. Come down." <laughs> <laughs> My neck <it> hurts. <laughs> Wyvern Bane picks her up and sets her down gently. He's like, my God, girl, you, I, he gives her a hug. He says, where's your father? She's like, he's, he's dead. What, what do you, what do you mean dead? What do you mean dead? He, he got murdered. He got murdered. Is there no newspaper in town? No, I guess not. I mean, there so is, but like, they don't have gnomes here. Moves travels a little slower, man. You gotta... Oh, man. <laughs> Give it a day. <laughs> Everybody will have heard about the multiple murdered boat. <sighs> come in, come in, all of you, come in, come in. The guard's like, all right, well, we're out of here. Uh, don't know if me and the other big guy are going to fit. but like it, like it, It's it's a smaller than normal door, but you'll fit in there. It's, okay. not, it's not actually like, it's maybe like a six-foot room. You'll have to duck. A little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. I've, I, I've been there. <laughs> I go in. So we go in. Yeah, a basement where the ceiling is like eight inches too short. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Okay. All right. So he sits you, right, down, so he sits and you down and hugs her, and he says, "He says, let me, let me, uh, let me break the news to your aunt, honey." <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, he uh, leaves you there. The butler comes around and asks if anybody would like any refreshments. Offers iced water, lemonade. Fancy. Oh, lemonade. lemonade. Yes. Yeah. Lemonade. Pour some lemonade for everybody. <laughs> Brings out some finger foods. Like sandwiches? Little sandwiches. Yes. Hummus type dish. Ooh. <laughs> Every once in a while, I glance at Matt just to see if he, how long he's going to keep this up. Uh, after, as long as my spine can manage. After about 20 minutes, the uh, uncle comes back. Jesus, <laughs> he says, I thank you for for bringing Karana back to us. He says, I apologize. My wife will not be joining us. She is very yeah, devastated by this news. Understandably. Yeah. yeah. She says, uh, he was her brother. Mm. Don't know what that's like. You do, kind of. Yeah. Well and, and we had to we had to care for her that it was 
we I, I think it was my brother that killed her father. So it's my responsibility, and I owe her a debt. He says, and, he says and who is this brother of yours, and why did he kill why did he kill my brother-in-law? Well, well, he his name was Rangram, and I, but we don't know what's going on with him. It sounded from her story as if he's been occupied by some kind of fell creature. But I mean, she is twelve, and it was a horrifying experience. She might not have seen what she thought she saw. But it it's definitely fits the whole milieu of you people. So, no, you know, what? The milieu. <laughs> The, the framework, <laughs> the story of your lives. I mean, I was trying to argue about when you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's not normally a homicidal maniac, but apparently something changed a few months ago, or a few weeks ago, I guess. A few days ago? No, a few months, a month and a half ago. Okay. We're doing our best to find him and making sure he won't hurt anyone else. He says, that is good. He says, I would hate to see anybody else get hurt. Mm-hmm. He says, Karana, why don't you go find your aunt? And the butler takes her hand butler and leads her away. She's leaving away. She says, thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Does come back and play goldfish with me sometime, Azuril? He says, Perhaps I will. Perhaps I will. <laughs> a tear rolls down his cheek. I give him a little pat. Me too. He there you go. grabs your arm for a second, then realizes what you're doing and lets it go. <laughs> he says, I apologize. Trained instincts. No. It's cool. He says, anyway, after she leaves, the uncle says, my name is Iados Calabra. Iados. I-A-D-O-S. He says, and you have prevented my niece from becoming an orphan. Well... He says, well, perhaps not in the literal sense, but he says, but I do do not doubt that the city guard would have just left her in whatever whatever place you found her. Really? Actually, they had. I was pretty surprised by that myself. He says, he says, she is but a child and one of many orphans in the city. Hmm. He says, <clears throat> if she told fanciful tales about being a descendant of Iados Calabra, then they probably would not have believed her. We didn't know any better, so here we are. <laughs> he says, many, many orphans claim such lineages, and of course many are trying to improve the lot in life any way they can. Says, so what is it that you do? He just said that it, it, he just 
referred to himself in the third person as if he's someone really important and we don't know anything about him. What makes He says you are you are new to the area then I I gather. Yes, we've never as been here. <laughs> he says, well then he says I am one of several people in this city that is Responsible for making sure the spice flows. <laughs> he says, um, if, if his brother is floating near the ceiling, I'm going to be really <laughs> concerned. <laughs> he says, um, he says, uh, he says, I, he says, I run one of the largest spice Merchant guilds in the city, he says, and thus the world. Oh, cool. That yeah. would explain it. He says, I've got many things. He says, wealth, looks, perfect memory, beautiful wife. He says, and now a daughter. He says, so. How may I how may I repay you your act of kindness? He says, I don't I do not like being in debt to people. It does not sit well with me. I don't think we we need any reward. I think this is a a problem of our doing. This is a person with profound influence and a number of years in a number of places. Mm -hmm. If if you could help us find my brother he says, yes, the, the killer. He says, I, I will be looking for him myself. Well, I'd like to see him captured and the truth discovered as opposed to just killed. He says, oh, I do not intend on capturing him dead. You don't, you don't intend on capture, capturing him dead? He says, That's what the man said. He says, no, swift death. He says, too, too kind for someone that would make an orphan of my precious Corona. Uh, uh, in the interest of disclosure, there's a possibility that this, uh, this person we're looking for uh, is not himself exactly, but something else wearing a halfling skin suit. Mm-hmm. Piranha describes something very unnerving, and it's not unfamiliar to us, so it's not just the tales of a scared child, we're pretty sure. He says, tell it to me in detail. What did she see? I'll tell her the whole story, the whole story that she told us. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Very interesting. And considering that... And these... you are monster hunters, then. Is that what you do? More often than not, unfortunately. Well, no, I'm his brother. These two are his former companions. Um, and he's new. I'm just a sailor. Like me. Ended up, ended up drinking in the wrong bar with the wrong people the wrong night. <laughs> he says, that reminds me of my teen years. <laughs> <laughs> Never drink with a sorcerer. He says, that is good advice to live by. I recently learned that. 
and I'm and I'm his brother. Adopted. <clears throat> well, of course, he's a halfling, not a dwarf. I always remind him that he's a halfling. <clears throat> but there's certainly more to this than than meets the eye. Um, without finding out, just killing him right off the bat wouldn't even be vengeance if there's something else pulling his strings. He says, no, no, he says. He says, if a, if a rival, he says, if a rival crosses you, you don't go for the, you do not go for the workers, you do not go for the middleman, you go for the rival himself. He says there is logic in this. I'm just trying to impress by the state. <laughs> <sighs> he says. I- he says I will make a compact with you, my new friends. If, Go on. If I find him before you, I will. Return him to you, alive and mostly unharmed. He says, and if he is not the, if he is not the puppet master, he is yours. And you help me find the puppet master. If he is the puppet master, though, I keep him. I'm confident enough in my good opinion of him. To agree to that, although I would ha- I would say, given how dangerous he is, you may want to bring us in on the capture as well. He could go through quite a lot of minions. He says, "What is he capable of, this brother of yours?" Well, he murdered everyone on the autumn leaf, and his friends and he says, "Rapscallions and sailors, no doubt." He could be standing in front of you and disappear in plain sight. Not through any magic or anything like that. He's just really fast. And now something else has happened to him to make him do this. We have no idea what else he might be able to do. I mean, on the plus side, he does have a habit of dying mid-combat. So that can work in our advantage. (laughs) Um, Also, he has a sword. A flaming sword. Hmm. And if he is the puppet master, or seems to be, I need he stole something of mine. I need to find out what happened to it before you do whatever you want to do with him. He says, "Oh yes, whatever secrets he has in that head of his, we will pry them out one by one." Sounds good. I, I, he says, I justice make... is not justice if it is not justice for all. I think that kind of covers it. Our debt, can, Your debt to us can be repaid by giving him over or giving us all the information you get out of him. And I, and I would say that, I mean, I, I know we've talked about the dangers of him. If there's something that has removed his conscience now, I think he'll be even more dangerous. Yeah. 
he was he was always he was always conflicted. <laughs> and if he's not conflicted any longer, he could be quite terrible. Yeah. He's very tiny but terrible. Mm-hmm. He did get thrown through the nine hells and could have picked something up on the way. He says, that is not a good place to pick up anything. No. No, not at all. If there is something riding around on him, in him, through him, whatever, um, it's probably a nasty son of a bitch. But given your adventures, it's more likely to be something Flavi related. Yeah. I didn't want to bring Flavi into the conversation, but okay. He says, Flavi, this... Dark and evil god, what does he have to do with it? He he spits a little bit on the ground. He says, I thought his days were over in this world. Yeah. Ooh, he's trying to come back. And these have, these, this group has been, uh, these says, two have been and You say you are, you are wrapped up in this. It's kind of been a pain in my ass. We just keep on getting pulled into it, and we keep killing demons, but they keep popping up. I'm pretty sure it's your fault. Her uncle had a demon in him. He wasn't really my uncle. But that wasn't even the first demon that we killed. That wasn't even the first Flavi demon that we... I know. There's one riding around in Faircast. Yep, and it sounds like there's one riding around in Rangram right now. That sounds like what this is. In any case, dangerous. Mm-hmm. No matter what. Just taking him over. Um, Since you're so... Well connected in the city, you wouldn't have any suggestions for someone trying to stop Flavi to speak to. You, he says, I'm no religious person. He says, if you want someone to help you against Flavi, perhaps go to the temple. Yeah. At this point, Karana comes back in. She says, I just wanted to say, um, She's still holding her horse. She says, I just remembered one more thing. It might be helpful. Yes. She says, um, before, <laughs> before, before Rangram started stabbing everybody, or before the halfling started stabbing everybody, I think he was, asking, he was asking the captain something about horses and where to get them. Well, thank you. That, that would be That's helpful. Awesome. Hmm. <clears throat> what would a halfling want with a horse? Well, I mean, stables sell dogs, riding dogs. Yeah, they sell dogs and ponies and horses. Yeah, he would just need a place to buy riding animals. And, and did they, did you hear the captain say anything in response? She yes, says ma'am. he. Ah. <laughs> she says he said. Oh, God, my face. <laughs> You stabbed me in my heart. Why did you stab me in my heart? <laughs> uh, she says he. I didn't hear what he said. Just something about something about market. I, I look to uh, her uncle. Her uncle. He says. He says, darling. Is there anything else you remember? Anything at all? <clears throat> she says. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. He's very quiet, 
Sometimes he talked to himself. <laughs> uh, was it in common? Just I didn't understand what he was saying. So not common or halfling. Were you were you on the ship the whole time, or did you get on at the last stop? She I'm said, wondering if there may have been another another passenger that got off before you did. She says, uh, I got on it tomorrow. We're from Paraclase. Did is it? Tomorrow, the last port, port town? No, Bahari is. Did anyone Tomorrow's get off in. Bridge, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did anyone get off in Bahari? I don't know. All right. I got to eat. There was some food, some really good food there. I got to eat some lobster. And then I got to eat some crab, and then I got to eat these 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 little brownies. But then they were really good, and there were and there was this nice baker who gave me an extra roll and winked at me. Um, when he was talking to himself, did it sound kind of like this? And then in Inferno, I said. Oh, I'm Rainbow. I'm kind of the I stab my friends in their back to steal their shit. And now I have steam inside me and I'm really gross. <laughs> She's like, no, but that's really scary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you Grim, friend, you? No. <laughs> Grim very, very slowly closes his eyes and then opens them back up again. <laughs> <laughs> So whenever he was talking to himself, it wasn't scary like that? Uh-uh. What'd you say? She said, no, no, it wasn't. Say something in Dwarven. Oh, he does know Dwarven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a Dwarf. Was it, was, it in, was it in Dwarven? And then I say, um, I, I, I'm very sorry for my brother being a huge dick. <laughs> Dwarven. So yeah, it kind of sounded like that, I think. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like Chris wanting to be included. Yeah. <laughs> that was you, though, man. You, though. <laughs> so it might be Dwarven. Yeah. Something else that's really close to Dwarven. Is there? Could have been a dialect, but I think, mm. yeah. Anything Rangram? I mean, it makes well, sense. Well, I mean, it probably wasn't the thing inside him talking. It probably would be in either Infernal, Celestial, or Demonic. Yeah. Well, we don't know what's possessed him. <sighs> well, it was like a floppy-ish thing. Yeah. Angry naked dwarf. With the chains. Yeah. Uh, yeah that would be funny. <laughs> All right, well, I think we've taken up enough of your time, good sir. Keep in touch. You can reach us at the Naked Fool if we're needed. We know. (laughs) We didn't, but now we do. Yes. We we found that out the first night, which was last night, actually. He just says, um, says, um, that's that um, risque bar down there by the dock, yes? Yep. Right across the dock from the Autumn Leaf, which we wanted to keep an eye on. <laughs> to hilarious effect. 
He says, our, our god DM must be playing with us. Like, I don't understand any Hey, sometimes, man, the tavern generator gives you the naked fool. So you got to go with the naked fool. <laughs> and it's called the naked fool. Got to be a reason it's called the naked fool. Yeah. <laughs> the game writes itself sometimes. <laughs> About what time is it? Uh, in game? Yeah. Uh, it's like just in the early afternoon. Okay, how long is it going to take us to get back to the negative pool? Not long, maybe like an hour. Okay. We should head back and then see what Granite can do anything for us. Um, on the way back, um, do I I keep a lookout for um, contraption sellers, like gnomes with uh, things like that? Like, huh. you know what I was talking about, Chris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some- It'll make noise on its own once I set it up. And so why did you want that again? Because uh, I want to use uh, teleport to send it to New Haven with a letter in a case of emergency. Oh, okay. I like that. It. Way, that way um, <clears throat> Osborne will check the teleport room and send my letter off. <laughs> why, did, why are you so worried about me planning around this? <clears throat> I just was. So weird sometimes. Yeah. All right. All right. So you head back uh, along the way in the mark in the lower markets. You uh, you do find a gnome selling a variety of odd contraptions. So, are there how, how many are there that make noise on their own? One. Oh, man, um, I asked the gnome if he can make more of these. He says, "Yes, I can, quite handily." And he says, "How many? Oh, how, how many do you need?" Well, at the moment, no more. But I, I'd like to. Keep you in mind in case I need a future order. Well, he says, "This is my." This noisemaker, he says, one second prize at Runeboggle Day. Cool. That's really awesome. He says, so it's five gold pieces. Um, how big is it, the noisemaker thing? Uh, it's probably like the size of a Nintendo GameCube. Oh, nice. Uh, is, is it like an orc sitting down with two symbols that smacks them together <laughs> and kind of grins at you? It is now, yeah. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I give him. You you said five gold. Yes, five gold pieces. Uh, I give him the five gold, (laughs) and actually, I give him six gold because I'm really impressed. And I will. I tell him I'll probably be back for more. He says, "How many would you like?" Um. Well. At least one more. Don't make too many in case I've been known to have to leave town rapidly, so I wouldn't want to put you out. Yeah, so I'll make another one. He says, thank you for your business. What a very odd-sounding gnome. He says, would you like it to be an orc or something else? Uh, wow. Can you make a cat? 
Yes, yes, cats. I can make a cat. Perfect. <laughs> we'll save that for number three if I need a third one. Uh, so I put it in my bag of holding. Carry on. He says, thank you. Come again. <laughs> Stupid out-of-towners. <laughs> you there. Would you like to buy a trinket, he says to somebody else passing by. All right. So... Make it way your way back to the autumn leaf. <clears throat> Along the way, do we pass a vendor where I can get one of those dragon ghost peppers? <laughs> Somebody else just listened to Spice World. <laughs> good, good memory, good memory. Space. Yes, you find a uh, you find a, a merchant selling all variety of peppers. She says, "Welcome, Ooh. welcome." She says. What can I do you for? Uh, now, I hear tale of a especially special pepper, a uh, dragon, dragon ghost pepper. Might you have any of those in your supply? She says, why, yes, I do, she says. I sold one a few months ago to another dragonborn. She says, he was barely able to handle it. She says, now I will warn you, it is quite expensive. Hundred gold pieces. What? For a pepper? Well, you know, I'm a... It uh, seems like quite a bit. Maybe we can... Maybe we can do... Maybe 80 gold pieces? Roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> Eight. She says 90. That's acceptable. She opens a drawer, pulls out some gloves, puts them on theatrically. <laughs> opens a hermetically sealed glass, glass vial, pulls out a single pepper... She says, would you care to smell it? I gave it a good sniff. Roll me a constitution save. Nirvana is curious as well. <laughs> shit. Eight. Oh, shit. Uh, you involuntarily sneeze lightning. Yep. She puts it back into the, into the vial, <clears throat> hands it to you, and says, the other one had that reaction as well. Yeah, well, that's good stuff. Um, <clears throat> he says, now I will warn you, a little goes a long way. <laughs> yep, yep. Don't you worry, we will be we'll be most temperate with it. He says, well, I hope not too temperate. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, it's funny. Well, good day. All right. <laughs> As we walk out, I say to Kel... So, a fondness for peppers and a friend to beggars. You're a strange dude, Kel. Uh, honestly, I just bought it because I told Narasana about it before we got here. I'm interested to see her try it. <laughs> Do I hear that? <laughs> 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 
lightning, lightning. <laughs> but she's what? all fire stuff. So is that wise? She doesn't have fire back. Well, it's true. it's true, but she she does tend to cast spells willy nilly. So I can't hear you while you guys are insulting me. All you hear is the sound of an orc going. <laughs> you're being demonstrated right now. This is at the same time that you're talking to your nose. Okay. <laughs> I'll be cautious. Don't worry. Okay. We want to burn down the naked fool. <laughs> it's a, such a pillar of the community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone knows about it. Anybody else want to do any shopping while you're walking through the markets? Yeah. Yeah, let's try on something. <clears throat> Actually, Kyle stops at a fish longer and looks up expectantly. I bought some fishy. All right. Uh, spend 10 gold pieces on fish. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How much does this cat eat? Why is it? What does he want? What? Are you buying him, like, premium tuna? Is that what's going on right now? Salmon? Nothing but the best for Kyle? He buys an entire... He whatever he wants. He, 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 pulled, he, he has you buy an entire swordfish. Whoa. Jeez. You said that's okay. I mean, to be fair, all the fish that we had for him was also in Barakas' bag of holding. True, actually. Can I it's sell... my bag of it, Yeah, it was, in, it was in Calamity's bag of holding. It moved to mine when I got mine. Oh, did it? Okay. Can I sell my the eight gems? Yeah, you can convert yeah, those to cash. Convert those to cash. Okay, and then can I buy some additional? You take it to a shop called Jim and the Gold. Jim and the Gold. Oh boy. <laughs> you you had fun with that one, didn't you, Chris? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's a game we're playing, right? It's a game we're playing, right? <laughs> Um, and then I'd like to buy some additional healing potions. Oh, yeah, if we're going potion shopping. Yeah, I, mean. I could use some more of those, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, I never told this. What? Um, Boo! 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 The Dalton Shelton family died? No, oh. just made noise, so he can't tell us this, and then it won't be true. Is there no, is there no potion people around? No, there's potion people around. Um... I actually, uh, had, I was, for my other, for my beginners group, my Seattle beginners group, um, I printed out like a rules reference. Using a potion is a standard action. Oh, even drinking one is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I've been doing it as a bonus action this whole time. Yes. House rules. <laughs> House rules. <laughs> So just going forward, no, it'll be a... No, how's your rules? <laughs> We've done it for too long, Chris. You can't go back. Does, as a standard action, though, if you're in combat, would it provoke a, an attack of opportunity? No. No, the only the only no, thing no, that no, provokes no, attack of no, opportunity, no, opportunity, opportunity is moving away from the threat range. range. Okay. Yeah. Thankfully. That, that is a dumb that, thing from 3rd edition that I'm glad to get rid of. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, so potions. How much um, potions? <laughs> yes, you do find some potions. Um, <laughs> let me just pull those up. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong book. That's why I can't find them. I don't want 
I don't want the sentient potions. I just want regular potions. <laughs> oh, <sounds laughs> thank you. Although, on a zero-zero roll, <laughs> everybody rolls whenever you buy a potion. All right, so um, they have up to greater here in the uh, market. Mm. How much are they greater? How much is that one? Uh, I don't know, 50 for a regular, I think it's 100. That said right? Yeah, I have prices 50, 100, 500, 5,000. Yeah, it's 100. What are the names of them? Regular, greater? Yeah, regular, superior, and supreme. Supreme. <laughs> superior, supreme. Oh, you said they're 50 for greater healing? For the, That's for the standard. Jackass. And no superiors are available. I'm actually good. I'm getting two more greater potions. I got three because I figure I'm going to be standing mm -hmm. Can I ask the lady if she knows where we can get superior potions? She says, oh, for potions, for potions uh, better than this, she says, you'll have to head up to, uh, she says, up to the upper market. She says, up there by the university district. Okay. Well, next time we're passing through. Does she have any other potions besides healing? Well, yes, yes, I do. She says, perhaps... She says, perhaps you would like to breathe underwater. She says, very common around here. We live on the ocean. How much is that one? 100 gold yeah. pieces. Yeah, I'm going to take one of those just in advance. I want one of those. Because I keep mine. Did that last for an hour? Yes. Okay. I'm going to take two. I'm good. <laughs> so that's 100 gold, you said? So that's 10 platinum? Yes. yes. She says, I also, she says... The burning sands are quite, quite painful, she says, unless you have this potion of fire resistance. Does that mean that I wouldn't get hurt at all by fire? Uh, no, it would do nothing for you guys. Yeah, no. It would do stuff for me, though. How yeah, much are those? I'm not fire resistant. 100 gold oh, pieces. Oh, this is important for Narasana to know. Neither one of you are resistant to... Uh... No. Oh. I've got lightning resistance, but that's it. I will take two more. <laughs> Noted and disregarded. <laughs> oh, man. Such so sweet. Oh, yeah. And she says, she said, now perhaps, perhaps you need to lift something heavy and you need the strength of a hill giant. She says, I got one of those as well. Um, what's, the, what's that in game terms? Uh, it bumps your strength to 21 for an hour. How, yeah. much, how much is how much it? How much is that? 100 gold pieces. I'll buy two of those. Yeah. I'm weak to yeah, it. Really do anything for you. Potion of strength? Potion of hill giant strength. <laughs> hill giant strength. Narasthana with a potion of hill giant strength. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> is Wyvern's strength still walking with us?
And she says, and that is all that I have. She says, though, perhaps, she says, I could interest you in some ale, some wine, <laughs> some, uh, she says, some tequila straight from Medellos. Ooh. She says, uh, she says, it's fermented cactus. Yeah, I've had some bad experiences with that, though. Did you wake yeah. up and eat still on something else? That was flaming carriages. That's not. <laughs> Thank you very much, and I leave. You're Thanks, quite welcome. Me. Come back to my come back to my tent anytime. Yeah. <laughs> Considering we just spent like a lot, fifteen hundred gold <laughs> in about ten minutes. <sighs> um, while you're walking, you also see a fortune teller's hut. Ah, distracted. I go over. I follow. <laughs> I follow. I imagine I was mid-sentence saying something to Narasthana when she just beelined it. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess we're going in this direction now. <laughs> I like how I'm rude without even trying. <laughs> or or without even being aware of it. <laughs> I lean down to Narasthana and say, you know these people are charlatans, right? It's all fakery. But just come on. All right. Raymond didn't die that whole week. That <laughs> is how he lost his eye. A whole week. A whole week. Give me just a second here. Which is going to be the two hags that didn't get killed. No, we met this one in Crailson. And she said she'd see us in Windhaven. Oh, that's right! That's why Chris is digging through his notes right now. I forgot about that. Unfortunately, those notes are well gone. (laughs) Chris, when did that happen? Do you know? Uh, I'm looking it up right now. We were definitely in Creosin. Was that after we killed Carthal? Otho Carthal? Yeah. Because we went to Creosin on vacation. Yeah. Vacation was before we moved, though, right? It was like episode 45. God, that's so long ago. 46 or 47. (laughs) Maybe 48. (laughs) Yeah, that's the lost time. There are no notes from there. (laughs) <laughs> is this Celise? Yes. Wait, yeah. No, it's Celise is the fortune teller from Carthel. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, pull up my notes. Yeah, I don't have any notes from from. Um... Well, you know her her fortune her her fortune hut is shut down right now. Oh no! Oh. A little sign <laughs> that says "Be back tomorrow." <laughs> Gone yeah. fishing. Gone fishing. Well, that's all right. Let me just add to my notes, re-listen to the fortune-telling episode so I actually have an idea of what I need to do. It's funny. It's been like three, four fortune-telling episodes. Yeah. I I have a note card. She said something about the, the circle. Yeah. 
Oh, that's right. There. I completely forgot about the circle. That was my question. I asked. Uh, oh, there she is. Her name's Orin. O r r y n. And uh, as you guys are standing there, disappointed, but their little sign, uh, the hand reaches out and takes the sign off. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, she's back from lunch. Yeah, back in twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> How did she know she'd be back in 20 minutes? She must be a fortune teller. <laughs> the uh, flap opens and hand reaches out and gestures you in. After you, Narasana. Yeah. You're the one that's all charged up about seeing this. Aw, oh, good kitty. Two kitties. Ooh, those kitties. You guys come into the tent. Uh, nice cushions are put on the ground around a central... Uh, orb. Um, the place is smoky with incense. Sitting there uh, across the way, you recognize Orin the fortune teller wearing wearing kind of a crimson red silk almost like a robe. Um, ruby lens sunglasses and with her hair up in a gold turban. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> I mean, that is, a, that is a truly striking outfit. She says, come in and have a seat. It has been a while. Yeah, it has. I look, what do you mean? Oh, we met her before. What do you mean? We've met her. What do you mean? She says, they came in to have their fortune told in Krailson. <laughs> She's a traveling fortune teller. And she said, I told them I would see them again in Windhaven, and here they are. Yeah. Funny how that worked out. That's pretty impressive, considering I thought most fortune tellers just made shit up. She says, I can see. She says, I can see your dragonborn friend is not a true believer. A skeptic. I like how you... They make shit up, and I'm the one who gets. <laughs> right. I, mean, I think it's just your face on the camera, and all he can see is my bald ass head. So. <laughs> no, I can see all. I can see all of you. Yeah, right. Grim insults him, but Cal gets him. That's funny. I mean, she's not wrong, but. <laughs> I, I apologize. I didn't didn't mean to offend, but. She says. She says, have you come in to have your fortunes told? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You said you'd you said you'd see them again in Windhaven? You know. Have you seen the halfling that was with them? By the way, roll me a perception check, everybody. She's actually the bald man. Yes. Ooh, that's better. Ooh, hey. 24. 15. 11. Five. Kel, there is something almost imperceptibly moving under her turbans. Like front part or back part? Like Amanda asked. All of it. Um, She's a cat standing up a cat on top of a cat. <laughs> under a turban. She's five cats in a turban. She says, she says yes. She says yes. Rangram was here the last time. She says... He asked me if he would die that week, and I said no, and he did not, though he did later. 
Oh. I meant, I meant have you seen him here in Windhaven? She says in Windhaven, no. Okay. Do you expect to see him in Windhaven? She says, I, I do not expect to see him again, ever. That's disconcerting. What about the bony one? She says, so, if you would like your futures read... <laughs> she yes, says, please. it'll be ten, oh, ten gold pieces apiece. <laughs> cool. Done. Might as well. Yeah, I mean... I also uh, pay for Weaver's way to get his done, too. <laughs> I love it. Hmm. She says She says who would like to go first? Everybody roll me a D twenty. That's what I roll an eighteen on. <laughs> Six. Sixteen. I got a thirteen. Okay. All right, who got the highest? Caitlin. I'm 18. She says, And what do you wish, my dear, to learn about the future, the past, love? Um, definitely love, love, love. You know, <laughs> the, the future. She, um, she, um, shuffles a deck of cards. Bands them out in front of you. She says, pick one. So I pick one. Mm-hmm. Roll me a d6. A d6? Mm-hmm. <laughs> one. <laughs> you flip the card out. On it is a picture of a devil. <clears throat> right. Hey. Sexy devil. <laughs> she says she says in she says the devil she says that symbolizes that there is an opportunity for you to change your course ahead of you you will be tempted You'll be tempted away from a satisfying ending. She says, do not not fall for the devil's trick. She says, they may seem promising, promising. 
but they will end up owning you. So don't make a deal with the devil. <laughs> Hopefully I can tell who the devil is. Well, I mean, last time you met with an actual devil. <laughs> you made friends and bought him a sandwich. <laughs> there was a sandwich involved. Yeah. All right, who gets the next highest? Kel. <clears throat> I have a 13. All right, so what is it you wish to know about? Oh, no. No. I thought for sure that's where Kel was, sure was going to go. He was mouthing love at me. <laughs> Let's go ahead and tell me my future. All right, well, maybe six. Roll my dragon die. Ooh. Get it two. <laughs> she flips over a card. On it is a set of scales. She says, Judgment. She says, This is. Not the time for regrets, but for rejoicing, she says. Your, your deeds, your actions, your relationships, they will all come together. And you will be rewarded or punished for them. She says, your life will pick up your pace for a time. And the choices you make will have far-reaching implications that will stretch well beyond yourself or those around you. She says, this will be your legacy. Sounds like about the exact opposite of what you'd enjoy. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> Smiling Jack over here. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the choices are the past, the future. Or uh, it can be anything. I mean, you, you choose. Just something simple, like a concept. <laughs> My brother. Or maybe six. Or maybe six. I, don't know, I didn't foresee that. I got a one. Oh, God. She flips the card over, or you, you flip the card over. On it is the symbol of, of a reaper, a skeleton. It's her dress. She says, death. She says, I'm so sorry. That's it? <laughs> Before or after? <laughs> You're only concerned about your orb. I am. <laughs> All right. Calamity. Yes. Uh, future. You aren't going to ask about your orb? No. 
that's, I feel like that's a little too uh, specific. Roll a d6. She asked about her yes, orb, and the world orb shall perish in flames. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. What'd you get? Six. Oh. You flip the card. On it is a person hanging from a tree. She says... This does not necessarily mean you, she says. This, your future will be a time of passage from one phase of your life to another. You'll face a difficult choice and will have the option for self-sacrifice. Sorry. <laughs> wow, sorry that about was, that. There's calamity that actually snorted when she was. <laughs> she says... She says, the fate of one will be in your hands. Okie dokie. Oh, and I guess we didn't roll for Wyvern's Bane. But oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who wants to roll for Wyvern's Bane? <clears throat> it doesn't matter at this point. He's last. Yeah. <laughs> no, I meant, well, like, who wants to roll the d6 for him? Six. Six? Yep. I'm going to roll that dice more often. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a person sitting on a throne. She says, the emperor. She says... This bodes well for you, she says. You'll be a great leader among your people. But I have no people. She says, you will in time. I give him a little nudge. Yeah. Yay. Well, this has been fascinating. <clears throat> Still skeptical? <laughs> I really hope Rangram's not already dead. Everyone dies. She says it would not be the first time for him. Yeah. She says it would not be the last. Strong's <laughs> better before. Cold relief. Yeah, yeah. She says, well, it was good seeing you again. She says, I'm... She says, I'll see at least one of you again. It's disconcerting. She says, but not all of you, so... Huh. She says... I didn't hear what you said. 
Oh, I said it's been swell. <laughs> We were we were too busy acting like children, <laughs> and and Chris was too busy inside cackling with glee. Oh yeah, I'm really proud of that line. <laughs> no, uh, he's 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 probably just like, oh, they made it so easy on me, the jackasses. <laughs> uh, I see you doing this a lot. I don't know why. Uh, all right, so we will leave. <clears throat> all right. Head back out into the street. Wyvern Bane's like, what does that mean? What does what mean? Any of that. Whatever you want it to mean, my friends. Well, it sounds like you're going to find a group of people to lead, buddy. Or a group of people to join. Both. Yeah. And I have to try not to trip on my face and kill everyone. You know. Like you do. Yeah. (laughs) He says, well, this has been fun. (laughs) (laughs) Been good seeing you. He says, but I should get back to the pits and wait for my turn. All righty, kick some ass. Good luck. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe we should come watch the fight. He says, I would enjoy that. If if we're not making, if we've not made meaningful progress progress on our hunt for Rangram, we'll we'll come by and watch. He He says, the arena is open. He says, on rest day. He says, in two days' time, the 27th. I will be there. Well, be good to see friendly faces in the crowd. We'll cheer you on. Yeah. All right. So he departs. What do you guys do? What time is it in game? I'm sorry. I forgot. Going on like three or four in the afternoon. We're going to head back to, and see if we can... <clears throat> Granite can do any good for us. It's been a while since he's been around, though. Yeah, we can give it a shot. Yeah. Who Either, are we going to see? Uh, going to see if Granite can track, yeah. can track Rangram. Mm-hmm. Does either of you have any of his clothes or personal possessions? I think Granite knows where Rangram is. Not his, it smells like. Well, yeah. yeah if we go back to the dock, there might be some blood... That's true. Yeah. They they said he was bleeding, right? Yeah. Yes, what she said. He was bleeding and then he went invisible. (laughs) And then he stayed invisible, so the guard didn't pick him up. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, man. All right, back to the autumn leaf. Yep. Come on, puppy. Let's go find my brother. Yes. All right. Do you have anything of Rangram's to help the dog with his tracking? You guys? I mean, we picked. Did he leave his bag at the. Yeah, you picked up all the stuff. Yeah, we picked up all the stuff that he. His bedroll and stuff that he left at. uh, There you go. 
Yeah. Calamity definitely would have thought to take that because she was the one about on this whole plan. Oh, we can take that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She also might have just stolen it in general. <laughs> so. Well, he's dead. That means it's mine, right? <laughs> 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 All right. So you head back to the autumn leaf. <clears throat> uh, you pull out Rangram's bedroll, freshly preserved from the bag of holding. <laughs> All right, Granite, who's a good dog? Sniffs it. Start sniffing the ground. And it sniffs around for a bit. And then just starts running off in a direction. I can chase. Follow. All right. Chase, you chase Granite through the... uh, through the polymorphic monkey and got on the dog before he went. It's <laughs> so cute. Down through the merchant docks into the lower market, um, where uh, it ends up outside of a small stable area. Stable, stable. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Hello. Um, several animals outside, several, um, camels, um, several kind of, uh, big chestnut colored steeds, uh, a couple ponies, a dog or two. Uh, the stable has a close sign on it. I still knock on the door. Yeah. This Hello? Well. Is there a place that looks like living quarters anywhere? Is there a window? Do the animals look like they've been well tended? Mm -hmm. Um, Roll me perception. uh, Call it investigate check. Yeah, this is going to roll investigate check. Uh, 14. Natural 20! Wow. Oh, natural 20. (laughs) 18. We are on the case. We are very concerned with these animals. All right, you uh, you realize that the animals have not been well, like they're running out of food. Their water is low. Um, uh, Calamity, you notice an open window up on the second floor. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we try the door first? Is the... Did you tell us about the whistle? No, but we can find a guard pretty easily. Yeah. Maybe. Should we have Should we have the guards investigate? Yeah. We don't want to get in trouble again. <laughs> Who are you moment. people? I know, right? <laughs> I, I, I look around for a guard. So wait, before you go, just, I mean, I'm not against it, just I, I do have an invisibility cloak if we want to go that route. I just don't want us to touch things yeah, there yeah. might be something that can get pinned on us. That's the fair. fingerprints right. aren't a thing here. Rangram could have Why trapped... Why do I have to go in and fuck things up? <laughs> Rangram could have trapped the building. Yeah. That's true. No. Yeah, listen to the guards. I put it out there that I had one. It's up to you guys. So I look around for a guard, see if there's anyone well, he nearby. Well, that I try to encourage Child to go up and look through the window. <laughs> All right. I can just... 
We're training him. Royal handling. Royal handling. A bit late to be training this monster. Ted. <laughs> he flutters up to the second story, perches in the window. And he's just like. Are there dead bodies in there? One for yes, two for no. It's a cat. He's a dreading kitty. I run up the side of the building and look in the second window. <laughs> um, Kyle takes a playful bat at you. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, <laughs> uh, you look in, roll me a perception check. He likes you. Violence means he likes you. <laughs> uh, 15. Uh, you look in, you see a... Uh, a open, like, oh, a breezy, well-tended um, bedroom uh, with some stairs leading down. And uh, sticking out of one of the stairs, you just see, like, a foot. Like, it's attached, like, to some body that's... <laughs> yeah, pre- it's not like, not like our trophy room at home. It's yeah. a foot connected to a body. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I shove Kyle out of the window and jump down. All right. <clears throat> Kyle... Yoshi floats down. <laughs> I get on the hive. Yeah, we're gonna need those guards. Yeah. Ringram, what did you yes. do? Probably killed more people. And I pull out my whistle and I blow it. <laughs> <laughs> whistle for the guards. I want one. You can ask. It's a, it's a small, brightly colored, child-sized whistle. You're gonna burn be, the whole It's gonna be a big one. one. It's gonna be <laughs> like big orange and pink. Just well, I knew it is. That's <laughs> true. Right. Like a gym, like gym teacher whistles that has a thing that rattles around inside as you blow. Yeah. All right. Several guards right, come several running guards over. What's all this then? We we believe that the the autumn leaf stabber is struck again. <laughs> Grim, Grim actually does that. Actually, just. <laughs> oh God, I love you guys. <laughs> These animals haven't been tended, and and I believe there was. Yeah, there's a corpse inside. You probably want to go in and take a look. Cheekies. All right, the guards knock on the door, then kick it in. The smell of the smell of death permeates the air. <clears throat> Ugh. Unless they tell us especially not to follow them in, I'm following them in. Okay. Yep. Roll a. Nah, no, I'll just let you have it. You head in. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you follow them in. Uh. Setting, uh, setting, like laying on the floor are several corpses. Um. It's- um, and then there's like one like halfway up the stairs that's sort of fallen backwards. The g- I turn to the guards and I'm like, we're inside, right? Yeah. I cast the tip magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you detect a bunch of magical items in your friends. Mm -hmm. So you detect a bunch of magical items in your friends. Um, you detect just a bit of uh, no, it's been a few days. Yeah, there's no no um, no magic in here. It's been it's been it's you get the idea, but I spend the bodies. It's been a few days. <laughs> You spend a lot of time talking to corpses. Yeah. The guards. One of the guards is like, "Well, we got three dead ones." <clears throat> yeah. I go out back and start feeding the animals. Yeah. What is what is going to happen to those animals? One of the guards shrugs and says, "I guess we'll probably sell them at auction or something. Unless we can find a, unless we can find another." The seed for this estate. Yeah. The guards like, so what, what brought you by here anyway? Tracking the... Omni-stabber. <laughs> I can remember as killer. <laughs> oh, was it the autumn leaf killer? <clears throat> stabber. stabber. Autumn leaf stabber. <laughs> we have a trained bloodhound who followed his scent here. Dang it. <laughs> Train, train bloodhound might be overselling it. Mount. It's a mastiff. So with your 20 investigate that you got earlier, Calamity, yeah. um, you notice on the wall there's a little list of animals. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, along with, like, you know, sale prices and, like, when sold. Um, but you very quickly put together that there is uh, a large riding dog missing. Does it say, like, where that riding dog was stabled in the stables? Just in the dog kennel. Oh. Do I find anything interesting while I'm feeding the animals? Uh, roll me an investigate check. Find oh. lots of poop that hasn't been shoveled. Yeah. I rolled an 18 earlier. You want me to roll another one? <clears throat> sure. See? It's bad. Always bad. Uh, investigate? Mm -hmm. 13. Yeah, you don't find anything of interest. Find tons of shit. I feed them all. Did I find anything special because of my 20? You, you found all the other stuff that led you into the building in the first place. <laughs> okay. Well... I think I would go help take care of the animals. I poked around at the dead people a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they look like they've been stabbed with a flaming sword. They do. Um, I guess everybody in here, I guess you can go roll me another investigate check. <laughs> Inside, or am I excluded? Because oh, You roll yours for the outside. Okay. I got a 10. So, no. Found nothing. Bubkiss. Alright. Well, you guys do get a description of what the dog looked like. What did it look like? 
Uh, it's like a Saluki. A big Saluki. Uh, I'm going to go out and find Narasana. Mm-hmm. How much information do you need to scry on something? How much what? Information do you need to scry on something? Oh. You froze up. Am I back? Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, Chris, what information? I just need to know what it looks like. I have to have met it, or I have to have something of it. Yeah. And it has to be what its name was. But you have a name. <laughs> okay. A designation. No, but, but um, you do know what... You, did it say what kennel it's in? Yeah. Or what kennel it was in. The dog kennel. Dog kennel. So all the dogs are Can I go to that kennel and get some hair from the kennel? There one missing. You, you, you wouldn't be sure which hair was from which dog. Oh, they're all in one kennel. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Thought they'd be in individual. Is that what you were thinking? That's, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Individual, like individual cages, you could just take hair from every empty. Yeah. Cage. Where would he be going? I'm saying going somewhere further than in the city. Is there anything like creepy ass places around here that we know of? Seems like he'd be going somewhere creepy ass. Yeah, because there's something crawling under his skin. Hey, I'm a terrible person. I'm going to go get my pizza. Be right back. Get pizza? (laughs) Are there any like. Public areas like pubs or or coffee shops or restaurants with outdoor seating near here. All right, so I can I, I need to give a map of the better map of the area a little bit. Um, so I can hold this up maybe. So Windhaven is a uh, city state. Um, see. Uh, there's a number of countries that surround it. Well, there's two mainly. Uh, there's Argus up here, home to the Centaurs. Uh, there's Jalaw down there. Further up is Hephaestus. And further to the west past Jalaw is Hajfiel. So. Okay. Those are all... But the burning sands are kind of surround the city. Yeah, they're yeah. very deserty areas. Uh, the river leads up to a sea called the Cursed Sea. All right. Um, I mean, I think my, I, I think my question still stands. Are there? Are there like outdoor areas or busy restaurants or something nearby? Somewhere we might be able to ask if someone had seen a halfling riding a Saluki nearby. It'd be fairly, I would think. Unique. Yeah. Yeah, there's tons of places around here. You're You're in a market. What's what's the business across the street? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it is a restaurant. A restaurant, okay. Uh, <laughs> and we know the autumn leaf came in four days ago? No. More than that? Yeah, no, it was the day... I think it was the day before we got in. So two days ago. Yeah. So it was really... Was that right? No, it had been there for like three or four days. Oh, had it? I thought it was... I thought it was... Thank you. Um, Before we check the restaurant, I want to look up. Like, I'm assuming, are these like second story windows up, up above or... Is it a street or is it a big market area? That you're on? You're currently like overlooking a big market area. Okay. I kind of look back at the buildings because like so there's there's a row of buildings and then a and then a little bit of the street and then a market area down that way. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of how it is? Yeah. I look at the buildings and see if um, there's a nosy little old lady at any one of the windows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's always a nosy little old lady. Or a little old person. Or an old little person. That's true. You do see an old biddy looking out at you, at the uh, guards and you, and she's doing some knitting while watching this go down. I go stand under her window. And I got a wave. Hello, madam. She says, Are you a guard? No, I'm not. I'm I'm just a uh, a concerned brother. What's going on over there? It appears some people were killed. What? And I'm wondering. I know it's (laughs) exciting. I'm wondering if you may have seen anything about what what is what did we say about three days past? More like a week past, right? If you'd seen anything four days four days past, a um, halfling with a rapier on a Saluki riding by. <laughs> he says, well, let me think about that. He says, I was, I was having tea with Helen. And me and Helen were discussing the weather, and and we were looking at the young sailors walking by. And she says, yes, I do remember. There was a halfling riding a saluki. This was right before they went on vacation. Before who went on vacation? The shop owners. That, that probably. She says they've been closed for several days now. I'm guessing they're on vacation. She says they needed a break. They've been working hard. <laughs> Tragedy, all in Rangroom's wake. Did you happen to see where he uh, where he might have been headed? She said, "I really liked his dog. It was a very pretty dog." And she says, so I, I, I watched him. He went, he took a ferry across the river. I'm assuming we can see a couple from where, from her vantage point. 
Yeah, there's like one that's like down the like down the road, right at the end of the road. Okay. Is it the one we took earlier? It's a different one. No, that's way down the other end. So. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much for your time. She says, "Do you like tea?" Well, who doesn't? Well, then you, you <laughs> have to come in and have a cup. <laughs> how how could I say no to such a, a lovely young lady? Then <laughs> I go in and have a cup of tea with her. All right, so Grim disappears for an hour. Because... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm assuming Kel was kind of watching all of this, so I just kind of, like, shoo him. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to the restaurant across the street and seeing if anyone remembers uh, anything from the same day. Okay. They've, if they also saw a... Um, halfling on a Saluki. Halfling on a Saluki. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. You walk in. Smell of... Um, Smell of uh, exotic spices and grilling meats enters your nostrils. Um, welcome, welcome. Table for one. We do accommodate people of your larger stature here. Well, that's good to know. Um, question for you, though. That, um, that stable across the street has been closed for about four days. Three days, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by any chance, like, uh, last day that they were open, did you see a halfling come through here? Uh, would have had uh, auburn hair, mismatched colored eyes, been wearing armor with a sword, would have ridden off in a saluki. Um, a saluki named Chet. Well, would you like to, well, I, may, perhaps would you like to try to say special? Hmm. That's going to depend entirely on how useful the information you're about to give me is. She says, well, I, try, I charge 10 gold pieces for the daily special. Huh. It's going to be pretty special. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'll bite. I give her... Ten gold pieces. <clears throat> all right, she says. She bites it, puts it in her pocket. She says, "All right, come this way." She says, "Now," she says, "Now this halfling is very curious. He um he explicitly requested the seat next to the fireplace." Oh, he dined here? Yes. Mm -hmm. She says, um, he didn't have a saluki or a sword, but he did have armor. Mismatched eyes and auburn hair. The eyes, she says, the eyes are weird. That's why he stood out to me. That he was very peculiar. Insisted on sitting next to the fireplace. And then purchased enough, then purchased enough so that all the tables around him were unoccupied as well. <laughs> then gave me a little extra gold not to say anything. Hmm. <laughs> Right. Um, and didn't he go to the, the stable after? She says, yeah, yeah, he left here and went across the street. Hmm. Okay. 
Didn't happen to <clears throat> drop anything, leave anything behind. She says, we didn't find anything, but you can look around if you'd like. I would like. Okay, roll me an investigate check. Investigation 17. All right, you poke around, look under the table, look. She lets you go back into the kitchen. Uh, and you're like, then you get thinking about why were you wanted to be sitting. So you head over and you check uh-huh. out the fireplace. And inside you find just a small bit of parchment that has mostly burned, but has three letters written on it. Uh, X-I-A. <clears throat> Hmm. All right. Well, I'll take that with me. Huh. And I'll look at the, the waiter and say, uh, do you do to go? She says, yeah. She, uh, she, uh, wraps up a, uh, a kind of a euro type thing for you. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. And uh, if he comes back this way, just know that he is a uh, very dangerous individual and you want to alert the guards as soon as possible. She nods. She says, I will do that. (laughs) All right. Thank you, uh, for the house special. I wander out and nosh on my gyro. Mm-hmm. Calamity, Marathon, what do you two do while these two are across the street? Um, are there any buildings next to this one? Because they went across the street, right? Yeah. Either side, are there buildings? Yeah, no, there's a, there's a market across the street, and then there's a building next to it. Um, <clears throat> it appears to be, it appears to be a... Uh, it's a cobbler on the, on the bait in the first floor, and then like some residences upstairs. I go knock on that door. It's open. Hello. Hello. Need your shoes cobbled? Uh, no. I was actually just next door, and I I had some questions about a couple days ago. He looks down at your boots and says, "Your boots are looking pretty worn." How much to get them fixed? Well, I'd have to look at them. I take off a boot and hand it to him. Oh, he says, these are well-worn. He says, but maybe a silver piece? All right. Uh, so I take off my shoes and hand them to them and, and stand there barefoot while I right. keep asking questions. Sets up, he sets up the stuff, takes the soles off, put new soles on them. He says, so you, you didn't come here for your shoes. What did you come here for? Well, um... Somebody I used to know, I'm, we said we'd meet here in Winhaven, and I'm trying to track him down, um, and I was wondering if you might have seen him. He might have come through three or four days ago. He says, he well, was, what did they, they look like? Well, he's a halfling, auburn hair. Um, I describe him and mention the Saluki and the armor. Hello, unfortunately, I can't say that I do. Okay. Because he didn't need new shoes, otherwise he would have come here. Best shoe shop in town. Sure. 
All right, after 20 minutes, hands you back your boots. Are they nice and comfy? They are. Comfier than before. Thanks, man. Yeah, come back anytime. Send your friends. I need the business. All right. Calamity. Mm -hmm. The guards are looking at you. <laughs> they say, they say, you, they say, are you new in town or? Yeah, we just got here yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Day yesterday. He says, um, he says, what are the other guards like? So you like need a horse? I don't know. Um, I was wondering, is there any place that's like in history has been rumored to have like creepy power coming from it that would be within riding dog distance from here? They look at each other and they say, well, I mean, there's a temple across the river from here. What's that temple about? <laughs> he says, you must be new. It's the holiest site in all of Virtues. <laughs> he says, it's where it's where Virtues slew the nine demons and was raised to godhood. I mean, demons, so that could maybe be something we're looking into. Anything more tentacly? Was it tentacly? <laughs> he says, I don't know. I'm not religious. Are you religious? No, I'm not religious. Okay. <laughs> Something a little more tentacly, please. You said you're looking for like a squid? Or an octopus? No. Nah. Ugh. He says, look, anyway, what we're getting at is, look, you give us like 20 gold pieces, you can have the horses. It, if the, so if the, look, if the horses are still here and my boss gets here, there's going to be more paperwork, there's going to have to be an auction. All right, fine. I'll take the fucking horses. <laughs> or ten gold pieces. Well, that's a bargain. Twenty gold pieces is a bargain. You can buy one horse for that. I mean, it's so much paperwork. He says, look, we got a drink too, you know. Okay, I'll buy a ten gold pieces for the horses, plus boots. And we'll go across the street and drink. It'll be fine. Okay, each other. Okay. Mm. Alright. So you, you get two horses, a pony, and a riding dog. Don't we need three horses? Three, three horses, a pony, and a riding dog. Sure. <laughs> horses and a pony. Well, what about the riding dog? You just let the riding dogs go, I guess, here. You're now. <laughs> oh, I'll open to mine. Yeah. <laughs> I just bought him a dodge Oh, yeah, there's we a couple did. camels out there, too. Ah! <laughs> I guess I'll take them and maybe sell them at a profit. <laughs> okay. Uh, I leave. I leave the stable with all the animals. And I go across the street, talk to one of the, wait one of the waiters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I'm like, I don't know. How much would it be to buy each of these gentlemen three flaming carriages? <laughs> uh, Are you gold, talking about a gold piece? Gentlemen, not the animals. A gold piece. All right, so it's gold pieces. Stuck him out on top. <laughs>
Why? Why? Why is she liquoring up the guards? I told us. Are you asking someone or just the ether? Because I don't know that either one's going to have an answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, freshly cobbled shoes, information gathered, tea drinking, menagerie purchased. It's five in the afternoon. What a day. What do you guys do? How many animals do I actually have? <laughs> two, two camels, yeah. three horses, a pony, and a dog. Horses, a pony, and a dog. Hey, can, uh, we, can I have a camel? Sure. Thanks. So do I know of any city or... No, I guess... I guess well, city or or business that would that would have the the letters ZIA in them. XIA. 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 Right. Um. Roll me an intelligence check. Uh, eleven. <laughs> Not that you can think of off the top of your head. Okay. Well, I will, I will show the scrap of paper to everyone else and say. Um, yeah, uh, Rangram had dinner over there. Really, really good gyros. Um, and, uh, was sitting next to the fire, and I found this in the in the fireplace, whatever it was reading or writing down. I, I take a look at the piece of paper. In the Iron Mountains, we call them gyros. And, uh, yet XIA means nothing to me. Silently, I just hand him the uh, halter lead of the biggest horse we have. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> and uh, are these ours now? Did you steal? <laughs> did you steal these? No, I paid for them. Got them on the cheap. <laughs> All of them. I, I, I didn't realize that's what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got friends. Yeah, so. I figure we'll sell them at a profit. One we don't need. Hey, and, it's a camel. Um, my my new friend uh, Gladys that lives upstairs um, saw him getting on the the ferry over there, so hmm. at least we know exactly kind of where he went immediately after. Is that kind of where the Virtue Temple is? Yeah, the ferry dumps off right in front of the, the Virtue Temple. The um, so do you know much about religion? <clears throat> uh. As she's asking this, I'm looking Grim over for denture bites. <laughs> Roll a perception check. Denture bites? 24. <laughs> sadly, sadly, no denture bites. Right. No, no, no. There's, it's just tea.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, tend to, uh, I tend to avoid religion as best I can. But, like, you grew up in a... Both of you grew up in a port town. Do you know when Virtus was raised to godhood, what type of demons he killed? I'm not familiar with the myths, to be honest with you. Each of you roll me a religion check if you want, if you think you would have an idea. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have any idea. No, neither yeah. do you have any idea. If I ever did, you possibly forgot it. Uh, uh, um... We could go ask. So he was he was taking a ferry towards the temple. Yeah, I asked them so there might be the some demon-y anyway. thing 
that maybe some demon residue still over there that was crawling to whatever was running around inside him, if there's something running around inside him and it's not just a dick? I don't know how she can do that and not breathe. <laughs> <laughs> the skill. Um, I mean, it's the next place to look, I guess. we got to go across the river anyway to see if he's there. So. Maybe we could get rid of a camel or a horse or two on the way. Or we'll take them with us. Okay. Oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> we don't know if we're going into the desert or where, so let's just hope. I mean, we can drop them off at a stable. It's true. And come back and get them. But before we sell any of them, we should figure out where we might be going from here. Mm-hmm. All right. Over the river and into the temple we go. All right, you guys hop on the ferry, head across the river. The Colossus of Virtue looming ever higher in front of you. It is. What's that? What? What? I asked if we're passing underneath and can see us his skirt. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen the hanging bits of a god before. All right. And that is where we'll end the session for today. Yay! Yay. Very tired. <laughs> it's, yeah, we went kind of late. Um, how far are you guys from leveling? 1,000 experience points. Uh, unfortunately, not today. Oh, I knew it! But you will get 500 experience points. Yay. I'm sure we just started fights with random people. <laughs> That's what I was thinking the entire time. No, I knew. No, that was how much? How much would we get for killing the entire guard of Windhaven? <laughs> A very large bounty. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Good session, everybody. Good session. Was fun. Oh yeah, it was. Yes. I. I'm very, very glad that Grim didn't end up adopting a halfling. I know, right? <laughs> that was damn weird. Because that's what was going to happen if she didn't no, have any family. I was down. ready to be like, nope. <laughs> Not adopting any children. <laughs> Just Goliaths. That would take care of himself. Well, I mean, Grim needs a pet. Our life is too dangerous. Children be running around. Yeah. Oh, so orphan. Remember what happened to Skip? Yep. Skip. I didn't know she was actually. I thought it was a halfling woman. So did I. Yeah. I did not know she was a child. I got really, like, really feelings real quick. Real sad, real quick. Yeah. All right. Well. Um, are we, uh, so I know we have, this Sunday is off. Uh, Wait, is this Sunday off? I thought we were back on regular schedules. No, I'm gone. I'm out of town. I'm out of town this Sunday. I'll be back next Sunday. All right. Okay. So uh, we're looking at the 9th, perhaps? Yeah, I can do the 9th. It, it, it probably wouldn't be in the afternoon it would probably be in the evening but I'll let you know because okay. I'll plan to leave there at 8-ish which gets me home at 4 or 5 I think okay. barring traffic cool um, well 
I look forward to meeting again in a week and a half. And I'll have to, I, I actually have been working on some more maps. I'll send them out. So cool. Yay! But uh, yeah, the map the map for Carthel has been very, very involved. Yeah, it's very involved. So. <laughs> when are you guys having your next Seattle D and D? Uh, Saturday. Uh, Saturday. Saturday. Yay! Excellent. Yay! Good. Awesome to listen to on the way back. Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. listen to the first one. Yay! You say you have listened to three, right? Yeah, this will be episode three. Okay, cool. Kind of three slash four. Oh, you're doing a double. Well, no, because, no, no, uh, because the first one was in two parts with two groups. Right. So this will be the number three, but technically the fourth one. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah.